Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Little. I'm here today with episode 146 of Weekly Poker Hand. I cannot believe we have 146 episodes, but here we are. So in this hand, I get ace-queen offsuit under the gun, playing 400-800, and I like to raise to 2,000, so 2.5 big blinds out of my relatively deep stack. I think ace-queen is perfectly fine to open, and in reality, I'm going to be opening ace-jack and king-queen as well, plus a lot of suited Broadway hands and a few suited connectors and some pairs. Probably not the worst pairs, but most of the pairs. But if your opponents are particularly strong, I actually think it's okay to fold this ace-queen from under the gun, but... I'm not folding ace-queen or ace-jack or king-queen at the vast majority of live No Limit Hold'em tournament tables, just because a lot of opponents are not world-class. But be aware that as your opponents get better, you need to be pretty snug from out of position. So I open it to 2,000. 50-year-old guy calls from the hijack seat out of his 30,000-chip stack. Now a loose aggressive kid in the small blind makes it 7,800. So I made it 2,000. We got called. Then a loose aggressive kid with 80,000 chips in the small blind makes it 7,800. So I would very normally call in this spot. Let's pull up the float the turn range analyzer, actually. And let's try to figure out what we want to do in this spot. So we have four betting range, four bet for value. We have four bet as a bluff. And then we have a calling range. So let's think about our range. If you're not watching this, by the way, at jonathanlillpoker.com slash WPH, definitely do that. I think that... That is going to be very beneficial for this video. Let's go through and give myself a calling range. Um, this is roughly what I'm opening with. We actually need one more color here for um, for fold. So, like I said, I'm opening these hands, and maybe I'm opening these hands. So this is roughly my range. Now I have to decide if I want to put some of these hands into the 3-bet as a bluff range. So I think we can very confidently call with pocket 5s are better. Ace-10 suited, uh, maybe that also goes in the fold range. Ace-jack, king-jack, queen-jack suited, all are fine to play. Um, Aces, king-queens, ace-king are all fine to play. So what do we do with everything else? The hands in red are pretty obvious. Hands in green I think are also pretty obvious, although you could certainly turn some of these into a bluff, like maybe 8-7 suited, you bluff it. Maybe pocket fives, you bluff it. Um, what do we do with ace-10 suited, king-10 suited, queen-10 suited, ace-queen offsuit, king-queen offsuit, and ace-jack offsuit? Well, the first thing worth mentioning is you want to have some sort of a folding range. I think it's fine to fold. Do not think that you cannot fold to a three-bet. It's perfectly fine to fold to a three-bet. So what are the absolute worst hands in my range? Well, that's going to be ace-jack and king-queen. Those are the absolute worst. These hands, I think could realistically fit into a four betting range. They're not quite good enough to call and they're often somewhat dominated, but if we four bet, we can have some fold equity. And then ace-queen offsuit, I think is also a hand we can consider four betting with the intention of folding if we get jammed on. So let's go down here and look at how our range lays out. So here, if we four bet with, or if we four bet with this strategy, we're going to be a little bit nut heavy. We actually have a little bit too many nut hands. Usually before the flop, you want to have Roughly, at most, a 2 to 1 ratio between value bets, or between bluffs and value bets. So we could have, in this scenario, up to 42% bluffs of our total range. Or if you take it, our look at our 2.6% um, total range of 4-bet value hands, we could have up to 5.2% of bluffs. But that's a little bit optimistic, especially given the small blind. I'm sorry, uh, yeah, the small blind elected to 3-bet us, that's going to be a, typically a strong range. So we should shy towards premium 
We should strive towards value hands when we're four betting, I think. But we could still be like 50-50. I think that's perfectly fine. So really, we could even add in a few more bluffs in this scenario. So maybe we add 8-7 suited, pocket fives in as our bluffs. Also, I want to make it clear. Every hand that's not selected, I'm just folding before the flop. So we're folding the smallest pairs, folding all these junky Broadway hands, folding the ASX suited, etc. So if we do this, now we're up to 23%, so 50-50 between bluffs and value bets. I'm sorry, 21.3% for both. And I think this is pretty nice. This is roughly what I would do on average. So a lot of people look at this and think that ace-queen must be called because it's obviously a decent hand, but I think it's okay to 4-bet it with the intention of folding, especially if you think the the small blind will always 5-bet or fold, and when he's 5-betting, he almost always has a good hand. And you'll find that ace-queen actually doesn't do so well versus good hands. We could also bluff with hands like king-jack suited. I think that's reasonable. 9-8 suited, 10 I mean, we could 3-bet or 4-bet with all these if we feel so inclined. You could 4-bet with these. But as you start doing this, now we are getting a little bit aggressive in terms of 4-betting. Also notice we're not folding that often, but I think that's okay. Because really, if you think about our range, like which hands are bad in this strong under-the-gun range? Well, it's just not very many of them, right? So this is about as aggressive as I would be ever. But typically, I'm going to just call with something like this and use roughly this strategy. So let's see what we do this time. This time, I just fold. And that's a little bit nitty. But notice, the strategy I'm actually electing to use here is I'm probably not bluffing very much. I'm probably just folding something like this. So I really don't have much of a 4-bet bluff range at all. And I'm electing instead to fold the hands that are going to be very dominated, calling the hands that are reasonable. And this is a little bit too straightforward in general. These are probably going to be calls as well, although maybe you can fold some of the small pairs. If we use this strategy, notice we're folding 30% of the time, which still is not very much. And if you look at the hands we're folding, they're just the hands that are going to be severely dominated, right? Ace-queen, ace-jack, king-queen, ace-ten-suited, king-ten-suited, queen-ten-suited. And I think that's perfectly fine. So I do fold this time, and it's a little bit snug. It makes our four betting range obviously face up and strong, which is a problem, but it doesn't matter if your opponent just has a strong range. Now, sometimes when you're playing live poker, you can just look and tell that your opponent likes his hand, he's not messing around, and he's clearly trying to put his money in good. And if that's the case, fold a lot, right? I mean, I mean, this is roughly the strategy I would use in that scenario. Maybe you could even fold out some of these weaker hands here. But I think it's fine to call whenever you're very deep stacked in position because these hands have a pretty good amount of implied odds versus someone who has an obviously strong hand. Maybe you even want to fold out like king-jack suited. But I think aces, kings, and queens are always fine enough to get it all in. You may even want to just call with ace-king offsuit if you feel inclined. If you, if you want to just really strengthen up the range. I'm just showing you how you want how you can strengthen up the range. You can also call with pocket queens if you feel like it. And really, once you start doing this, of calling with everything besides aces, kings, and ace-king suited, you probably just want to go ahead and put aces and kings and ace-king suited in your calling range as well. And then just understand that you are not three-betting ever. So now, it protects your range. So whenever you call, your opponent doesn't necessarily know that you don't have the absolute nut hands. So that's kind of a nice thing you can do if you do want to... Like, if you, if you understand you don't want to be bluffing very often and you want to tighten up your range because you think your opponent has a good hand... If you think your opponent will be aware of the fact that whenever you do 4-bet, you just must have the nuts, well, then you don't want to 4-bet with the nuts because it's going to allow him to fold. So I did fold this time with ace-queen, a little bit snug. Maybe I had a read. I hope I had a read. 50-year-old guy shoves. Wow, he must love his hand. Lag kid had ace-king, 
and the 50-year-old guy had pocket eights. So we end up getting out of the way with a hand that was very dominated. We would have won, but that doesn't matter. Whenever you would have won, don't look at this and think, oh my God, I screwed up. You should think, wow, look, I didn't get it in with 20-something percent equity. Good job. And uh, we, we can be happy with this result. But anyway, this is how you typically want to look at these scenarios. Understand that we could conceivably bluff with this. If I did bluff with this, I would have re-raised. Um, we made it 2,000, he made it 78, so I would have made it 15,000. He would have shoved for 60, and then I would have folded my um, ace-queen. And that would have been fine. And notice when we fold, we're folding out a hand that is that did happen to be dominated, right? So that's going to be it for this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. I want to thank you for being here. Make sure you check out the educational blogs over at jonathanlillapoker.com. There I have a lot of content that I have, I mean, I've been writing a blog there every week for about two years now. And um, I think a lot of people don't even know about it. So if you're into studying poker, there we have some video blogs. We have some educational videos. We have me demonstrating how to use some of the various analytical programs that we use like we use today. Um, also, we have the, the podcast there where you can watch the videos at jonathanlillapoker.com slash WPH. You can watch all the videos for the Weekly Poker Hand podcast. And um, we have a lot, of, a lot of my training products there for sale as well. So if you want to support this podcast, you'll notice I don't have anything like Patreon or I'm not asking for donations like a lot of people do. Instead, if you want to support me, go buy a training video. Go buy a book. Do something to better yourself, and that'll help out both of us. So thanks again. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast. hope you are doing better in your games. And if you are, let me know on Twitter at Jonathan Little. Thanks a lot. I will talk to you next week.